Blog Talk Radio. Hello, good evening, everybody, to our podcast this evening, Winchester Radio. Um, our episode for tonight is LARP and the Real Girl. We're going to be uh, uh, talking about the episode with uh, Felicia Day, our very special guest, who, of course, plays Charlie Bradbury. So in this episode, we found out she's been Carrie Highline for the past year. Um, we're just going to get started. We don't take uh, Colin's uh, questions uh, for the guests, so we're just going to start talking about this episode because it was so much fun and such a big fan favorite already. Thank you, Felicia, for being on the show, on the podcast, and thanks for another great episode. It looked like fun. Oh, thank you so much for having me back. Uh, yeah, I had an amazingly fun time, and uh, I can't believe uh, they they let me do all that fun stuff in, in less than an hour. I guess it's, what, 44 minutes? It just seemed mm-hmm. like um, there's so much they put in there, and I was uh, I was so excited to do every single scene had something fun in it for me. What was it yeah, like so coming back to Supernatural after, you know, being a year uh, it was great. I, I, you know, it was much more comfortable because I felt like I knew all the crew and I, I knew the guys um, and uh, all the other, you know, people involved in the production. Mm-hmm. So it didn't really feel like I was away for very long. I shot the other episode in March of last year. So um, uh, just as an actor, it, it, it felt very fun and comfortable to, to get back on set. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, they did a lot of really cool things for Charlie in between the two times that we saw her. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know. I remember the last time you said when um, when you got to the supernatural side, it felt like a lot of testosterone and everything. Were you a <laughs> bit more comfortable with it this time, or? Uh, yes, absolutely. I, you know, it's so weird because a lot of the people I work on on my web stuff is are, are girls, so it's kind of a girls' club. But this time, um, I was fully prepared, and and really, I, I don't, I didn't mean to exaggerate it. It's not like there's, you know, guys <laughs> roughhousing all the time. Um, but it, it, you know, it was, uh, it, it was just a really fun set to be on, and and I think, um. It was it was made more uh, like I said it was really more comfortable and I had a lot more rapport with uh, the guys especially because the character Charlie was um, you know used to them in a way and her relationship with them kind of that kind of feeds what you're doing on script to how you act in person and they they built such a great camaraderie between Charlie later in the episode and the and the guys so that sort of always kind of um, rubs off I think and I had a great time uh, you know on the set and. And working this year, mm-hmm. yeah. It we were we were talking about before how how much fun this episode seemed to be to to make and do. And Supernatural doesn't do fun very often. Kind of like how you said to Sam in the episode, you know, no fun. No, you're not allowed to. Have yeah. Fun. So yeah, no. Um, a lot of the fan reaction. A lot of the fan reaction was think. You know, thank goodness there's something light because I guess the the previous episode was, you know, obviously there's been a lot of torment this season, and I had I hadn't actually uh, I've been really able to ca- catch up on the episode before this one. So, but but just judging from the fan reaction, it was a very heavy episode. <laughs> I've got to watch it. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. very. So this was really welcome, and it's 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 
been a while <laughs> since we've had yeah. one. It was it was great to have Charlie come back and have a little bit lighter episode this time because last time for for Charlie with Leviathans and Dick Roman and getting her arm broken and and great she survived this episode too. <laughs> so hopefully we'll get. Yeah, to no, that, see that was again. good. I always look I always look at the end of the script and then see if I survive or not. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't come back in in the kind of shows that I love being on, but uh, but it is always good. Hey, what's gonna how is it gonna end up? And mm-hmm. um, you know the fact that. Charlie has actually offered herself to help mm-hmm. guys. I mean, they're, you know, we'll see what happens in the future, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're actually kind of they're like friends. I mean, Charlie says to, to Dean, you know, I just want the whole wiki on what's happened to you in the last year. And they and they actually, actually told her. And, <laughs> and I like yeah. that relationship, especially between Charlie and Dean. It seems very comfortable and friendly and, and yeah, I guess it's a, 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 a big dynamic, that's like a difference between the guys. And, I mean, has there been other female characters like that? That's what I've heard from the fans especially. Like, female characters usually get killed off. <laughs> right, <laughs> they right. They yes. friendly with so. <laughs> Yeah. It's an accomplishment think, to survive two episodes like you. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I think what everybody likes, because it seems like, um, Charlie is more like a little sister or something, with, especially with Dean. So I really like their relationship together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was definitely rapport there, um, and it's it's kind of <laughs> odd because you'd think that Sam would be a little bit geeky, geekier one, but it seems like the, di- the fact that Charlie is one of those, she's just a girl who doesn't apologize for anything that she likes or loves, and she she's just very confident in herself. When, especially with regard to the things that she's a fan of, or 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 a setting that she's comfortable in. So, you know, she's not always like in the first episode she did. She was a little thrown off her game because she was introduced to a whole new supernatural world that she didn't realize existed. Um, and then in this episode, I think she's a lot more um, grounded in a sense because she's made a little bit of a home in this uh, in in this world, and that includes the LARPing world. So. Uh, uh, yeah, it seemed like the dynamic between her and Dean, especially, was uh, was it was just so much to play off. Uh, it was just so much fun to play off Jensen uh, when we were working together. He's so funny, and uh, he's able to deliver any line in a way that you just—it's—it's it's like a volleyball, you know, or a, a ping pong bo- uh, ball. You just want to get in there and act with him because he's always going to return in a way that's going to make you on your toes, right? <laughs> mhm. Speaking Did you of that, that? Oops, sorry. Yeah, the Belladonna line, awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. that was just hilarious. That whole scene was really fun to shoot because, um, uh, you know, I had a lot of dialogue and a couple of the lines I just, you know, had a hard time getting out. And, uh, you know, rather than get nervous, the guys were just like having fun with me so much. And the fun part is, um, Jared is off screen, especially during that stuff. And he's totally, you know, basically pulling around. So it was like, it was definitely a, um, it was a fun exercise to not crack up. <laughs> and I know that stuff on the, on the editing floor that uh, I was not so straight faced. But that particular one, you know, the, the the timing of the guys are just so they, they're so good at their timing together, especially mm-hmm. so that just trying to like uh, insert myself into like the the hole that they create. Um, 
between them is uh, that was really fun, and that that moment really hit really well because the director, um, Junot, kind of specifically told us, you know, don't or told me don't turn don't turn and look at him uh, when you do that, just to kind of uh, deliver the line. And I was a little skeptical. I was like, oh, okay, wouldn't it be funny if I kind of acknowledged it? But um, I did, you know, I obviously the director uh, is is uh, is right. It was totally right in this because they used the take where I didn't look back, and it was so much funnier. So, uh, mm-hmm. and, and you know, the, the director of the show just is the funniest, most fun director I've worked with on a TV show. He really is hands-on in a way that makes you feel really comfortable as an actor, and you can play around, and everything he adds to the scene is, is uh, makes you want to play more. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that kind of, uh, he was like the perfect person in this crazy world to bring out the the the, the craziness there. And that's I- Go ahead. I was just going to say the director's name is Jeannot Zwark. Is that right? Um, Jeannot, I don't, he's French. (laughs) (laughs) Jeannot, I guess. It's a Schwark. Schwark. Schwark? Schwark. Or Schwark? Okay. Oh, boy, I'm fired. <laughs> well, we just gave him lots and lots of compliments, so hopefully he'll, he'll be okay that yeah. <laughs> with everything. I'm, I, yeah. I mean, I know, but I'm the kind of person who's so paranoid about mispronouncing someone's name that I've known for ten years. So mm. <laughs> <laughs> I get really paranoid. One of my friend, best friends, Kyla, who's in uh, my 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 romance book club. It's a paranormal romance book club. Her her last name is Casey. And like for I've known her for years, and it literally just took me the last two months to 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 crack down on myself to learn how to pronounce her last name correctly. <laughs> oh, no insult intended. <laughs> you had some really great costumes in this episode. I, I loved the gown with the crown. Which was your favorite costume? Well, it's so hard to say, um, but I mean. I love the gown because um, they they custom-made both outfits, actually. I flew up to Vancouver two days early just to fit the outfits because they were so um, intent on, on getting it right and making them look good, which I really appreciate because something like that could go wrong. So they made them all from scratch. And uh, and I put the gown on, and it was just so incredibly gorgeous. There's uh, not, not only did they make the gown, but they made the cape to go with the gown. And, oh, wow. uh, and the, yeah, they made the cape to go with it. So, uh, you know, they did a lot of detail work on, on, on it to make it fit absolutely perfectly, which I guess that's what fancy people do. They actually fit their clothes. I just cut the bottoms off my jeans. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and the, 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 and the pity about, or the shame, the, the, the biggest thing about that dress is I only wore it for two seconds. And, mm. uh it was only that one little scene for the flashback, um, or not the flashback, but the LARPing video that they used that dress. And it was just a shame because that is such a – it really is a gorgeous dress. And it was totally custom-made for me. So, um, But it it was just so fun to actually have that, that outfit, um, you know, made. And, you know, the, the regular outfit that I wore I thought was kind of clever and fun too. And I actually like the fact that they made her into a kind of a warrior Joan of Arc queen versus – you know, only a gown-wearing queen, which is kind of right. like the, the more thing you would assume that would happen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the only thing about those were uh, the leather pants 
were they, they tended to stretch out, I guess, when you wear the leather pants. So by the third day, they had to change them for another pair of leather pants because they were so baggy. And I thought I was just losing weight, like I was on some kind of awesome diet, but no. <laughs> Speaking of, Jim Michaels just tweeted and asked, are you going to return the outfits that you took off with? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you know, I ha- I wish I had been smart enough to take off for the outfits, to be honest with you. Um, I uh, I did not. I was not smart enough to put a pair of pants in my in my carry on bag, but I'm still aiming for that for that painting because what's what, what are they gonna do with that painting? Come on, seriously? Did you sit for the painting, or did they just take it from a photograph? Or the funny thing is that they um, they had to do the painting before I got up there, so I think they had a photo double sit down. And then they took a couple pictures of me off the internet to do the face. So that's I didn't get to sit for the painting, which one day I aspire to to have that happen. <laughs> do you have any idea but, who, who painted it? Was it like a crew member or did they have someone do it or I think they hired someone to do it. I'm not sure actually. I never met the person who did it, but they did a fabulous job. And I love that the the, the shot of panning down from the the painting onto us talking together. It's just it's so cool. You know, those tents were um, were actually built on the set outside uh, in, in, in the park that we shot in So because there's not much daylight. So in order to kind of, like, shoot past dark, they put um, – we shot those not on the stage, but they were actually in a tent. And uh, and there was a lot of rain, too. So, uh, you know, it, it probably they were good and they took all the, the sound of the rain out. But you can kind of still see that sometimes uh, things are wetter in the background than others. Mm-hmm. They totally should have, you know. They sh- they just need to ship that painting to you. I mean, seriously, like you said, we should do it. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. We have to start a petition. <laughs> I agree. We'll start a petition, a Twitter one or something. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, you had some really good fighting moves in this. You started off with the sword fight the first time we saw you. Loved your hair flip out of the helmet. That was really mm-hmm. very cool. Did you, oh, thank um, you? Did they teach you any like sword fighting moves or anything? You know, they did not. It was uh, the stunt guy is awesome, and he um, we he kind of briefly showed me what I was going to do when I um, went to uh, to to the set to get fitted. But we actually didn't go over the actual moves until that morning. So um, all that, that sword fight, that was me and the other actor actually fighting. It wasn't a double or a stunt person or anything. And uh, all that choreography, it has to all be planned out. So you know where to step and where to hit and what comes next. It's it's like a dance, really. Good sword fight choreography is like a dance. And I had to learn it so fast, and which is not a problem for me because I actually have done some fighting. Um, I uh, I actually did a web series called Dragon Age Redemption where I did a lot of dagger fighting. And I worked out every day for like two months with stunt guys because I was determined um, to look good. And we actually didn't have the budget to shoot the, the, the fight sequences very many times. So I wanted to make sure that I was as good as possible when they used me to do the fighting. Um, so that actually paid off in this episode in several ways with the, the big sword fight um, in the beginning of the episode and then at the final confrontation with the sword and then with the dagger flip, which I'm super proud of because I actually nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. That was really cool. Oh, I was going to ask. 
did you, did you actually do the knife flip? Because that was really cool. Yeah, no, I was practicing it all day, and uh, I actually broke one of the, the the practice knives practicing in my trailer, and uh, and the poor props guys had to um, to glue it back. But uh, I did. Uh, that was me, and actually, we got several takes of it, um, just flipping around. And I I have to say, I took some knife fighting classes in Vancouver when I was doing Eureka. Uh, I was in the van driving by, and there's a a place in Vancouver where you can learn how to. Not only um, do actual broadsword fighting, but um, dagger fighting and um, archery and, and all sorts of falconry, bartitsu, bar, bar which is like um, kind of Sherlock Holmes umbrella fighting. So they, it's such a cool place. And I said, oh, my gosh, i got to go there and do something. And then I started taking some dagger lessons. And that's kind of one of the things that really made me push to do that project. So I have to say I, I'm very proud of myself as an actor for keeping, you know, being able to use a special skill. In, in a way, I was so excited about that. And along the same lines, Bardic Voice on Twitter wanted to know how much of the action was scripted and what were actors' choices. Example, one of her examples she was talking about was when you put the crown on Dean. Um, I de- the the crown was scripted. It wasn't scripted to go on so crooked that one uh, for that one take. Um, you know, it, it, but he looked so funny in it when it was crooked that I kept putting it a little bit crooked, but one, you know, in, in some of the shots that they uh, they they didn't use, it was super crooked, like Jughead, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it, that was scripted. The dagger flip was not scripted. That was totally me. So that's the only thing <laughs> I can really claim. But, you know, the, the writing is so good on this show that all those little moments really bring the script to life when you read it. Right, right. And Robbie Thompson wrote this, and he has become one of our favorite writers. He's just been writing some really great scripts. Yeah, when I was reading through the scripts, I mean, the first script they uh, wrote Charlie in was so much fun as well. I mean, just so many witty lines. You just can't, when you read lines like that, you just can't wait to state them because they're they're just, uh, just so well well put together and the character just pops up the, uh, off the page and you, can't just, you just can't wait to get in there and, and be that person. And, uh, this episode was, no, I mean, just as awesome, really. And it felt like it was very authentic. Um, I don't know if Robbie is a is a is an RPG player or a LARPer himself, but, like, all the little details to me um, just spoke to the authenticity of the, of the environment, and that's what I really appreciate. Because sometimes you can get a little cliched in TV when you deal with really geeky things. And uh, to me, this was so authentic and real and, and, uh, and such an... Um, a testament to the world. I really felt like people could have fun with it but not make fun of it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, there was a, I know you mentioned it in your vlog, too, that you did for the episode, a Dragon Age Easter egg. They showed Dragon Age on the computers in the little tech tent. Um, was Did they come to you and ask if they could do that? Or, you know, did you, you know, did you have any input on that or? You know, uh, strangely enough, I didn't even know that that was on there, to be honest with you. I uh, I was just told later by one of the extras, actually, did you know that they're showing your Dragon Age thing? Because I didn't actually, I didn't shoot a, a I didn't shoot um, any scenes in the tech tent. So it was, uh, it was, you know, I didn't see it. And then I finally saw it physically on the, on the day when I watched the episode. So I actually didn't even know that what the particulars were. But that's really cool. That project is very close to my heart. It was so hard for me to um, 
for me to do and and uh, I love that world so much, Dragon Age. So I thought it was a really cool Easter egg for people who know what I do. Uh, Jim Jim Michaels just tweeted a deal for you, Felicia. He said he'll make a deal with you if you agree to come back to the show. He'll see about sending you that painting. <gasps> well, first of all, hi Jim, you're awesome. Jim is so funny on Twitter. If you guys aren't following him, you have to follow him. He's and uh, and he was a really awesome guy. He uh, um, okay anytime, man. I don't think actually. I don't even think that's a, a very good requirement because I'm getting two awesome things. <laughs> <laughs> but I will sign up for that deal. If you're, it's it's not the best deal making for uh, for in my. I mean, I'm all for it. He didn't even, yeah. Believe me, I'm I'm there. He did request a Robert Maplethorpe version of the painting. I see.
I completely agree. Completely agree. Mm-hmm. She, Charlie has become a really big fan favorite character. Everybody just loves her. Mm-hmm. Well, I am honored. I am honored because I know. I mean, it is especially when you have such an amazing universe built that that uh, has so many great characters. Everybody has their favorite, and they feel very strongly about things. And you know, coming from the Buffy world and being a potential in the last year, uh, you know, not personally, I think fans really kind of like my character. Uh, but the potentials in general were not well received um, on Buffy because it was the last of episode and all these new characters came in. So um, you never know uh, how people are going to t- uh, receive you. And the amazing thing is that the Supernatural fans are so amazing to to uh, to talk to. They're so amazing in, in the way that they're they're uh, so friendly and welcoming. I just I I just was so honored. Um, to, to play the character and, and, and have it have you guys like her so much because uh, mm-hmm. it really means a lot. And I, I know that because I have shows I'm rapidly fan, you know, a huge fan of, and I feel really strongly about it. And, uh, yeah, so, no, I, I'm, I'm totally honored. I also think it's really cool that Charlie just happens to be a lesbian and it's not who she, like, it's not, it's just, she just is. It's like not tried to make some kind of, example out of her or 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 anything she just she just is it's just another part of her character not yeah no and i think she is you know it's like not special she's not like trying to make a big deal of or trying to make a statement or anything like that there's no real issue she just is you know along with everything else i I think it's so important. Like, it's so easy, especially on some TV shows that where it's like the cliche. They just write to the cliche of the character. So if it's a lesbian, mm-hmm. she's just in all these acting in all these cliche uh, manner, or she's some kind of, like, guy's mm-hmm. fantasy of a lesbian. So those are the kind of two extremes there. I mean, I think it's similar with being being a geek, you know. Like, some TV shows will be like, oh, put the geek in there because it's easy just to say they're a geek. But who are they really underneath that? And the great thing mm-hmm. is Charlie is Charlie, and she happens to be a lesbian. She happens to be into geek things, but she doesn't she doesn't wear the labels so ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know, so on mm-hmm. her sleeve. And therefore, you just accept her as a three dimensional person. Um, I I love that about her, and I think uh, it's it's hard harder to write characters like that. And that's why the the writing is so good on this show because the characters aren't just you know. Um, they, they they didn't take the easy road in making them, and and it, mm-hmm. it requires a lot more work. Because I know, I mean, as a writer, like I write the, all of the guild, and um, you know, I have three game three women characters who are gamers, and I have an Indian guy, and I have um, you know, I have uh, I've had a very ethnically mixed and and background mixed cast throughout the years, and it's always important to me that they're people first, and they are whatever attribute they might have as a characteristic. That's always secondary. It's not about, you know, Zabu being mm-hmm. Indian or about Codex being a girl gamer. It's she's a gamer mm-hmm. and she just happens to be a girl. So that's why I felt it feels so awesome to be Charlie because she does have all those amazing characteristics that they put. It's completely in the writing. I'm just happy to say the words. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, and you know, she and she just as part of uh everything else that Charlie was doing, um, mm-hmm. she was flirting. 
she got a little bit of action with the fairy. <laughs> yes, she did. And, you know, a little bit before she got interrupted. Thanks a lot, Sam and Dean. It was just fun. And I like that Sam and Dean, it just, like, their characters didn't make a big deal out of it either. You know, to yeah. Charlie is Charlie the person first. So, yeah, it was great writing. Yeah, no. You know? I think it's really great good writing. And, and just to have a rapport, you know, just the dynamic you create between characters. Um, it's it's hard to make new people fit with people who are so established in the world. You know so much about their characters, and you have this new character who's supposed to be comfortable with them. Well, how do you really make that work? And I think she works beautifully, you know, on the page and then, you know, in the scenes we were doing. It just felt really easy. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, I really like, um, I keep saying, I really like, it seems like that's all I keep saying this <laughs> I really hated this part. Can you explain yourself? <laughs> right. You, you know, what, why would you do that? Oh, my God. But no. Why in the world um, would you supposed to do that that way? <laughs> uh, Charlie has so many great lines, and I really like like her when she's leaving, like, you know, smell you later, bitches, or peace out, bitches. <laughs> Those are hilarious. What have been, like, some of your favorite lines? Oh, God. Well, I love the um, if the tent is a rockin', don't come a knockin'. I mean, that, that's a good one. So, and I really, you know, I am a huge Julia Roberts fan, okay? I'm unashamed about it. I've been in love with her since I was, like, 12 years old. She's just the perfect, I mean, she just lights up the screen whenever I watch her. I'm totally in her spell. So I love Notting Hill so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to be able to yeah. say that very cleverly, um, parody line about um, uh, I'm just a girl, IT girl standing in front of a monster. <laughs> and, you know, so I, I just thought it was so funny and clever. And um, mm-hmm. I always love her doing Star Wars. Like I know I, I love the fact yeah. that they actually called that back um, in this episode as well as in the previous one. And you know, no, everybody's not going to catch it, but that's what's great. They're like little Easter eggs for people. It's literally like a video game almost. There's little Easter eggs here and there. If you know, if you're in the know, you can see them and, and, mm-hmm. and enjoy everything on a different, you know, even a secondary level. Mm-hmm. I love how the fun, like little throwaway lines like that came from everywhere, from Star Wars to Notting Hill to, to uh, call me maybe. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Which is really funny. I just did a parody video actually for YouTube where I um, was I, I I actually sang part of uh, and I, I played her in it was a year in roundup video. So a lot of my fans saw that and said, "Oh my gosh, that's a funny homage to but to to the role that you just did." Even though I, I shot Supernatural way before I did that video, but it, it's it's actually a weird coincidence. I I saw a screenshot or something from that today, and I was like, I'm gonna to have to find that video and watch that. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it's uh it was really fun. It was uh it was it was kind of celebrating the biggest videos on YouTube. And I don't normally do parody stuff, but they they the concept of the video was so strong, and I, I had such a good time. Um, although the the outfit was a little when I showed up to the set, I was like, those are very short jean shorts. I was a little. <laughs> But, you know, that's what she wears in the video. I, I totally found it justified, but it was a little nerve-wracking because I haven't worn jean shorts, I think, ever in my life. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit traumatic. Well, um, another great question from 
Bardic Voice on Twitter. She wanted to know if you could talk about how they shot the gag with Charlie running out of the tent and coming back in the tent from the other side. Oh, yeah. That was really, really fun. So I would run out, and then I would run around the set, which is not safe. I mean, I mean it's it's safe, but there's just a lot of stuff in your way, like monitors and, you know, things that are holding the set up and things like that. So I would walk uh, as quickly as I could to the other side, and then they would see that I was positioned to come in the other way, and then they um, they uh, uh, told me to go in. And I think that they covered it with, like, a whip pan um, uh, to be able to kind of edit that that together. So that I thought that was super clever. And, like, there was the one time where you could see you coming, going out, the, you know, the reflection in the mirror as you were coming in. Was that, like, a, a stunt person? Running at the same time that you were, or um, you could see me in the mirror running. Yeah, one time they showed you um, running. You could see the reflection in the mirror of you running out at the same time as you were coming in. Oh well, that must have been something they did in post um, to be able to uh, um, to do that because uh, I was the only person who was running in that scene, and I, oh, didn't, okay. I didn't I didn't have a stunt double in that scene as, uh, either, so. Uh, no, I did. I, I, it was just really clever um, shooting, you know, the visual shooting and editing. Very cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, Jim Michaels, he tweeted again. He's so looking forward to Charlie having to wear some Daisy Dukes now. Oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh. I the thing that he can't do that because my legs are so white that they it's just terrible. I almost got fired off a commercial one time because the director hated how pale I was. He even told me to his face. <laughs> it was oh my, my first job. And later he cut me out of the it was a, it was a what was it? It was a Starburst commercial. It was my first job ever and I was so proud of myself. And the guy was so mean to me because he I was too pale, and I guess the agency people wanted him to wanted him to hire me, and he didn't want to hire me. So he was really mean to me the whole time. And then I got the air dates for the commercial, and it was going to be on at like eleven fourteen on MTV on a Saturday or something. So I called up my my parents and everybody. I said, "Oh, watch!" And they cut me out of the commercial. So that was my first Hollywood Aww. job. <laughs> so it's okay. It happens all the time, but it was a uh, it was really it was it was just a good. It was an it, it was an interesting experience, <laughs> but anyway, so so just suffice it. Unless I'm kind of like a ghost or something, that's what I felt like. My paleness has not been utilized. Um, I mean, I've been killed a lot, but I haven't been brought back to life or a ghost, which is good because when you put light on my skin, it really reflects in a crazy way, so that they're always taking lights off me, um, and they think I don't see it. I'm like, oh, you're taking that light off me because I'm glowing, right? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> so, you just, uh, you wanna, you, yeah. <laughs> like you're translucent or something. I am. I'm a very, very, very. So, so that's why putting me in shorts is probably a bad call. Bad call. <laughs> I was hidden by the car in the other one. So, oh, Jim needs to stop listening. He's going to get some terrible ideas. Now I'm like. <laughs> Okay, Jim said you're lucky that he's sympathetic to your environmentally challenged skin tone, so no <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jim. 
Look, I'm getting trolled but on Twitter, but, just, but in a good way. It's like a good trolling. Like this is the way all trolling should be. He's giving me painting. He's making me deals that I can't not accept. I mean, these are amazing things happening right now. Well, he might he might think of some other outfit. Oh boy, let's not give him any ideas. Yeah, something oh. that actually. Emphasizes your fair. <laughs> oh, oh God, I don't know, man. I I, uh, I wore a really I wore a really pale dress last night to an award, the PGA Awards, the Producer Guild Awards, uh, and it was the first time I'd ever worn a dress that was that was as light that was light, and I was so nervous about it, but it turned out really good. So we'll see. I saw pictures you did. It was a gorgeous dress. You looked great. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you. I uh, I wore false eyelashes. And I glued my I glued my eye open, which was very upsetting. Because usually you have somebody else do that. Now, the only time I've ever worn false eyelashes were when somebody on a set did it. But I was like, oh, I need to be like, you know, fancier. So I was like, I'm going to try to do this, and I literally glued my whole eye open. So <laughs> I fixed it. But it was it was a good lesson. Don't don't do that probably by yourself. <laughs> you have to have talent. Now, we have to ask about the last scene there when Sam and Dean were in their costumes. Was there a lot of playing around when you were filming that last scene? Because, I mean, Sam and Dean in costumes, we hardly ever see that. So, Oh, my gosh. They were so amazing in those costumes. I mean, first of all, Sam looked um, – I mean, I've never seen a guy who looked better with a tiny ponytail on. That was, am- was amazing. <laughs> he looked like a superhero. It was ridiculous. <laughs> And then that wig was, I was like, whose idea was this wig? I just love the fact that Dean was wearing that wig. It was so great. And getting our faces painted uh, was super fun. But that wig, right? It looked like an animal on his head. It was amazing. (laughs) He was kind of like someone from uh, Poison or Motley Crue, you know. You know, I want to see Dean in a hairband now. I don't know. (laughs) It's got to happen. I know he looks very Sebastian Bach. I thought <laughs> very, but uh, but he was so convincing. And and my favorite part of the whole episode was that guy with the frizzy coming in. I thought that was so funny, yeah, and that uh, was hilarious. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it was so clever. And then uh, one time, this I guess sort of made me on the gag reel or something. But there was one take where uh, Jensen like totally he totally slipped, and because it was very it was very wet and rainy, so that the ground was really slippery, and we were all really nervous about running in there, and then, um, and yep, he was the one who did it, <laughs> so he, oh, took no. he took it for the team, but but I thought the little, the playback was hilarious, I mean, he was fine, it was just a little flip, but uh, yeah, it was, it, and everybody had um, weapons, so I was terrified when I was running toward the other side, because not that anybody looked like they were heedless, but I'm running toward a man or several men with their swinging swords. So I was, I was a little bit nervous that it turned out that no one got hurt at all. And I have to apologize there in the middle of that. My dog barked a couple times. I'm sorry about that. Oh, <laughs> husband, don't worry about it. My husband stepped into the room, so of course she has to bark. So sorry about that. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> So um, 
one of the questions over here was, can, was there, could you compare and contrast maybe like um, in season seven you had a, kind of a really serious heavy episode and then coming back to play a more lighter, playful episode? Uh, how was it different? Yeah. Well, yeah, there was definitely a lot more. I mean, I think the the fun part of it, if you add the two episodes up, I mean, Charlie has gotten to do so many different things. She's gotten to play so many different emotions. I mean, I love the last, the first episode that I did because, um, you know, she acted. She was she's a very confident girl, but she's totally out of her element. And the, the way that she was, there were so many layers that were fun to play there about her being trying to be brave and her doing something she really didn't want to do because she was afraid of it, but she felt like she had to do it. And, you know, that moment where they're talking her through it, where she wants to bail before she goes in. And, uh, you know, th- that's a lot of really fun layers to play emotionally. I mean, this one, I got to wear leather pants and carry a sword and, you know, make out with a fairy. I mean, there are no bad things that happen. <laughs> uh, exactly. I got to do a lot of really awesome things. Um, I mean, I, I guess... You know, it definitely was a lighter episode, but I do a lot of comedy, and I do most of my web video with comedy as well. So doing the more dramatic stuff is um, is fun because I don't get to do that in a normal, normal way. But the the fun part of this particular episode, especially where the scenes with Dean, where, uh, you know, we just were finding our footing together as two characters. You know, the, the, the dynamic between Charlie and Dean sort of found itself through all these and they did a beautiful arc of it, really, because I think at the end they had a fondness for each other in a friend way that wasn't there in the beginning of the episode. And uh, just playing those episodes, playing those scenes, just because Jensen is such a good actor, um, you just forget you're acting sometimes uh, because, you know, he's just so good. Has there been, like, one moment that you could say has been your favorite moment of playing Charlie? Oh, wow. I mean, I have to say, for vanity's sake, flipping that dagger and catching it for that line, I mean, that and having that badass line, I mean, that was kind of my favorite moment just because I felt like I added something to it and then I didn't drop the knife and then the, the camera was so cool and it panned up and the, the line is so awesome because I, I just, I hate to see women always being rescued guy, by guys. So that, uh, the fact that Charlie's claiming the damsel in distress is so great. Um yeah, so, I mean, but there's so many, gosh, there's so many great moments. Um, you know, just for for her seeing them when they first arrived was really fun. Uh, but uh, just accumulation of it is just, I don't know. I, I just, I loved every second of, of being on that set with all the LARPers. And, you know, there are certain LARPers, if you watch it again, um, there are, uh, there's, a, there's one woman who's in a yellow and green outfit, and she has, like, a lute with her. And she actually played that lute. Um, really well mm-hmm. and played during the commercial, you know, when we were on break and not rolling, she would sing and play. So she was like a really authentic LARPer. And I don't know, that just kind of added this atmosphere of we're not really on a set, we're kind of in this world, uh, which which was so so much more fun than just, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, knowing that everything's pretend. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, was there anything filmed that <sighs> didn't make it? in the final version that you're like, oh, darn, you know, or, or, hmm. um, you know, you know I don't think gallery. there was anything that got cut out necessarily from, I mean, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of the sword fighting and they cut it really, really well because I had just learned that choreography 
you know, that morning. And I, you know, that the sword was hit. The problem with the the fight, the only problem with the fight, it was fun learning choreography and the the stunt, you know, the stunt uh, coordinator is so good and always about safety and you always feel like you're you're uh, you're doing things in a safe way. But the 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 helmet kept um, kind of falling down when I moved, so we had every take we had to stop and then uh, kind of carve more eye holes and then more eye holes and more eye holes because <laughs> I kept getting in the middle of the fight and going, hold it, I can't see anything. So I'm just really, really um, excited that, that that whole fight sequence came together in a way. Um, that uh, So they cut me going, oh, stop it. <laughs> I can't see. Don't hit me. Uh, yeah, but I think the, the, the whole script um, was really well. It was, you know, they, are, they know exactly what they want. And uh, so there was nothing, like, major cut out of there. Cool. Well, I... No, you, um, it's about time that you needed to go. So, yeah. Well, thanks so much for calling me, and uh, I'm just thank you again to the supernatural community because uh, I just I love you know it's just really cool to meet you guys and have you guys be so enthusiastic about Charlie, and then some of you finding my other stuff that I do online. So it's great, and thank you for welcoming me to the music of family because it really it really is uh, an honor. Mm-hmm. Well, we thank you. Got to the supernatural convention sometime. Yes. Yeah. Convention. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, uh, so no, fun. I haven't been invited, but uh, it's uh, I do what? a lot of conventions actually um, across the country uh, very frequently. I'm actually doing one next month in uh, Maryland, Farpoint, and I'm going to Emerald City, and I have a whole schedule this year that I'm doing um, with my my uh, web network, Geek and Sundry. So, uh, but I've never done a super. I've never been invited to a supernatural specific one. So, well, we're going to have to fix that. Oh my well, goodness! Well, yeah, I would love to go. That would be that would be fantastic. Oh gosh, I would love that. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was it was great fun to talk to you again and yeah, answer all our questions. Guys. Yeah, and, and maybe I'll get that painting back and I'll see you again. <laughs> we'll see. Definitely. <laughs> and you. I, Apparently, you're coming back, according to Jim Michael. Well, I don't know. It's been really, it, it was a sort of a hostage situation with, between me and getting the painting and, uh, and coming back. So I would I maybe, maybe next time. You know, yeah. we might see you wearing Daisy Dukes next time. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> well, gosh, does Charlie want to come back in Daisy Dukes? No, he said no. He said that he was going to turn that down. So we'll that's, that's right. right. That's right. <laughs> Maybe I got to read the script before I say yes. Though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be it would be an honor. Anyway, yeah. So thanks you guys. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Thanks so much. Thanks for Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Felicia is just wonderful. I love having her on the show. I do too. She's so much. She's so much fun, and and it tells lots of stories and. And I, you know, I personally have been a fan of hers for a long time. Ever since she was by the potential Slayer on Buffy, and she mm-hmm. was on Doctor Horrible and Dollhouse, mm-hmm. all those great Joss Whedon shows. And so, yeah, it's just really great having her on Supernatural now. I know, and thank goodness she survived her her episode to, to come back another day. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> often. <laughs> um, it's funny. I I love. I love, love, love this episode, and I was looking back and thinking about it. Though, not not much happened, 
which is fine. I mean, it was sort of a really nice kind of case of the week, monster of the week, um, and didn't do really too much about the overall season arc. I mean, there's a couple of mentions, you know, about what both Sam and Dean have given up, and they actually talked to each other in this episode about about that a little bit and tried to understand, and even Sam at the end, you know, but he was so funny. It's like, you know, no fun. I know we can't have any fun. And then and then Sam came around because he realized that Dean, Dean needed this, you know, to, to get a break, and actually he did too, and to see them together you know, running across the field with swords and face paint and, and leather. It was just fantastic. <laughs> it, it was great. You know. We don't get to see Sam and Dean have fun very often. So it was so great to see them just, you know, having fun and enjoying life for a moment. So mm-hmm. I, I really, really like that. Briefly, but but yes. Now, I, I have a question. Um, speaking of that, I know... I know um, Charlie and Dean talked about how Dean sent the phantom text to Amelia, and of course uh, Dean knows that Sam uh, gave up Amelia to to carry on with them working together and hunting. But does Sam know that Dean gave up Benny? Uh, yeah, I wonder about that too. You know, I would. I don't think he does. I would assume he does. He would know, but. You know, we haven't seen Dean tell him. You know, that hasn't happened on screen. I, you know, I would, I would thought he would have let him know in some way, though. So, but I don't know. But I, I would, well, who knows? But at least when, when Dean says, "Sam, I, I know what you gave up." Well, maybe Sam wouldn't say, "Well, I, I know you did too," or there would have been some kind of mention of it in a little bit, but because they made such a point of Dean talking about what Sam gave up in Amelia. So, but, so it's possible he didn't say anything. Maybe Dean didn't want to say anything to just not start yeah, that discussion I all over again. <laughs> and I don't think Sam would say, would comment on Dean giving up anything because in, in Sam's eyes, you know, Benny's uh, a vampire, a monster, a killer, trouble, exactly. So I don't think he would, you know, he would think that, you know, Dean giving up Benny is that big a thing because he's a Mm -hmm. vampire. Yeah, but I don't know. Well, he didn't even say anything one way or the other, but I'm, it's okay. Maybe we'll find out eventually or or Sam will make a comment in a later episode that Mm -hmm. he'll realize, oh, he did, oh, he did know. Right. But um but I I got such a such a kick out of him saying, you know, he says, um, you know, it won't help me. He says, But it'll help us, you know, shall we? And 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 just like Dean just like looked at him, you know, and then and uh was just so pleased. <laughs> it was just nice <laughs> to see like I said, it was nice to see the, the brothers doing it together. And, yes, and it was that. Very, and very I really, much. I really hope that um, for the DVDs that there's a lot of extras for this episode because I think mm-hmm. I would love to see like maybe a commentary or some like um, maybe delete. You know, she said that she didn't think there was much cut, but you know, I would like to see some extras for this episode because I would think that uh, even just one of the like production featurettes for it would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, doing the things. So I liked how this whole. Um, LARPing community 
I mean, it was it was fun, but you could definitely tell, like, Robbie Thompson was laughing with that that group than not at them. You know, he didn't make right of them. We were all laughing. And I liked how the characters in the episode knew they were playing a game, except, of course, for Altar. <laughs> right, <Altar> right. <laughs> But uh, but but the rest of them, like at the beginning, Ed and Lance, you know, they were they were their characters. And they enjoyed the game, but they you could tell they they knew it was a game. And of course, the shadow orc that was an attorney, you know, and, and all that. So, so yeah, and that's how I think most fans are of of anything. You know, it's like they really get into what they're doing and enjoy it, or they're fan of stuff. But for the most part, they have a real life and are very aware of the difference between. Spanish stuff and, and uh, real life. Right. It was. It was just. I think it was the perfect time for us to have just a good, fun mm-hmm. episode. And I don't know um, if the supernatural writers and the cast or and the crew noticed, but it was. Um, we saw at the beginning on um, one of the victim's cell phones when it, he got the message from Lance that it said January 23rd and mm-hmm. January 24th is Dean's birthday as well as Jessica's but so I wonder if Sam and Dean were supposed to know that it was Dean's birthday <laughs> or if you know none of them had really thought about that mm-hmm. I I don't know um, well we found out from Leanne Balaban, who said she discussed birthday stuff with Jensen when he was directing, that kind of birthdays for Sam and Dean aren't much. They're just they just sort of clink clink beers in a bar, and that's about it. But I wonder, I don't know, maybe maybe Sam was thinking Happy Birthday, Dean, when they got to do the whole battle scene at the end, right? And, right. and all that. Who who knows? It could it could be. Um, I like to think. I'd like to think that that's what they were doing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I liked how usually Sam is considered the, the geeky fan brother, but it was Dean who was really enjoying the LARPing. I think it's because of the battles and the strategy, and he's such a fighter, you know, such a hunter and, and warrior. That I liked when he was helping Charlie um, plan strategy. On the battlefield. Yes, you know. yes, that was fun, and mm-hmm. I love that she called him her handmaiden. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh yes, and she, she's like, she was like, hey, next. <laughs> you know, he's like, <laughs> and then Baltar the Furious later on, he called he said called him a dear lady or something, and I was like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yes, and do the queen's laundry and change the chamber pots. <laughs> yeah. And I like how you got all these little expressions from Jensen as Dean through the whole episode. Like, instead of, like, looking disappointed or annoyed that he'd have to deal with the LARPing and the people and characters, you could actually, he kind of gave these little smiles and these little expressions like, oh, this could be fun and Dressing up, he got a kick out of it and everything. And he was fantastic <laughs> in that level. And until, of male. course, you know, you know, he was having fun with it until, of course, you know, Charlie was actually in danger and then he had to pull mm-hmm. out his gun and 
everything. And Less scared of death that orc who was actually a lawyer. <laughs> that that was funny. <laughs> yes, it, yes, it was. <laughs> um, I I. I do think they missed a real chance to um, have somebody say, you know, fight those fairies. <laughs> fight fairies. <laughs> fight four of those fairies because I think that was our last big fairy episode. Right, right. Yeah, I did notice they had a, they made a point of Gilda saying that she was one of the good fairies. Yeah, and I, I wonder if they got if they named her Gilda and she was a good fairy after. Glenda, the Good Witch, and Wizard mm. of Oz. That's what I kept thinking of. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And oh. I, I liked how, you know, you know what, what would Sam and Dean have done with, um, was Balto the Fierce's real name Jerry, I think, because you know he's a killer, and so you know the, you know Sam and Dean, all they could do is take him to jail, you know, because then. Mm-hmm. And but you know jail wouldn't be able to do anything with him because how are they going to prove? Because he did it with magic, so they couldn't prove it. So I liked how the the way they resolved that was having um, the fairy take him back to her realm. You know, I, uh-huh. I like that's a good way to get that whole whole thing resolved. That was uh, that was really a good mm-hmm. creative way to do it. Yes, I was also waiting for someone to say about the 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 fairy's tent that it was bigger on the inside. <laughs> that would have been that would have been perfect. <laughs> Which just in case there's like two people out there that don't get that to Doctor Who and the TARDIS uh, <laughs> reference. I thought it was interesting. Felicia said um that the inside of the tents they were actually inside tents. Uh you know, outside. I had assumed that they had just filmed all those in the studio. So that was pretty cool. Yes. That's very cool. It looked really cool, too, um, especially when they were out in the forest with all the mists and rain. I'm sure it was a pain to film in, but it, it looked really cool and appropriate. Very fairy tale. And mm-hmm. Medieval. Um, I noticed, I wonder if it's a little nod to their lead-in show, but did you see the man in the green hood? <laughs> no, I did not, but that's interesting. There's, I'll have to watch for him. Yeah, there he's around in there a couple of times, and of course he could just be Robin Hood, you know, because he looked very much, I think he had a bow and arrow, but it just it just made me think of, oh, that'd be kind of fun to pop in <laughs> one of them and, and look totally appropriate as Arrow. Oliver, Oliver Queen wandering around. Yep. You know, Starling City films in Vancouver there, so you never know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it cracked me up being giving um, William Wallace's Sons of Scotland speech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <And> Braveheart. <laughs> and I like Sam says, it's the only speech he knows. <laughs> She's like, isn't that? It's the only one we know. But it's a great speech. You know, and you know it had to be either that one or Aragorn's speech from the Third Ring movie. Uh-oh. Right. And I, I can see Dean being a Braveheart fan more than I could see him being a Lord of the Rings fan. So Yes. Oh, yes, definitely. And, which, you know, um, there's plenty of drawing and quartering done in Braveheart as well. So. Oh, yeah. Started. I um, 
I like the crawl at the end and the voiceover yeah. and and everything. Somebody thought that might have been Robert Singer. I think it was. It did sound like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he is he tends to do the voiceovers when there's things like that. <laughs> like you know, he was the voice of Bob the Cat in the one episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like, that was fun. I, I like that they did the crawl and everything because we got to find out that um, Charlie won. She got to keep her crown, you know. Her yes, the moon. The she's still queen of the moons. Yes, and I like the. Um, and actually, it was the only part that was a tiny bit sad if you kind of put it all over supernatural in general. General, where it says go bravely into the next world, fallen soldiers. I hope it isn't some kind of <laughs> foreshadowing, you know, because uh, supernatural, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, now, did the act the actor that played um, Balto the Furious? His name's Hank Harris. Does he remind you? He reminds me so much of a young Chad Lindbergh. Every time they would, I was like, you know, yeah, it's Chad Lindbergh. Yeah. Especially when um, Chad was on Buffy, the way he looked, you know, when he was around that age, he looked mm-hmm. so much like this guy. Yeah, he did very, very much. He seemed also very familiar, like I'd seen him in some other things. I looked him up on IMDb, and he's been in a ton of stuff. He's been around for a while. Cool. And the the, um, guy who played the sheriff. Oh, um, he was fantastic. And I know I've seen him in something else, and I'm thinking it was Supernatural episodes. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. he's been in Supernatural before, but I could not remember what it was. But yeah, he was awesome. Um, and he was a very like competent lawman. You know, he didn't give them trouble. Um, he didn't argue with them, but he stood his ground. Also, you know, up against mm-hmm. the FBI, and he had some good lines himself. You know, it's like, it's, it's, yeah, is there anything else missing from the body? And he's like, well, besides the arms and the legs, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> old part and the whole these kids with their texting and murder, <laughs> murder. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it's funny because he said, you know, when he says, no, he knows all the whole body, the the rest of. The body is there, he says, including the twig and berries. It's just funny. It's a British expression. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what else? He had some other great lines, too. He was going to cover, um, go dip his body in Purell or something at the end when, <laughs> he, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. The, the guy had something contagious. <laughs> yes. And, um, also, at the beginning, we got a, a phone call from Garth. Right. Sam. Great to hear from Garth. Yep. And uh, he Garthed Sam, <laughs> who doesn't <laughs> like to be Garthed, apparently. <laughs> I hate it when you say that. And, and we got to Doobie nice. Brothers. Doobie Brothers trying yes. to grow with skinning. That was great. Yep. Yep. And a little bit of kind of bagpipe music at the end. In keeping with the brave heart in the battle. <laughs> and I guess Kevin's still working on the tablet and Garth's with him. And I I think he's come around to being okay with Garth kind of 
stepping in for Bobby, sort of, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he way. seemed he seemed not so upset about it this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was all in all just a really, really good episode, and I think it'll end up being one of, you know, the series' mm-hmm. favorite episodes because it was just really, really good. It was a, it was such a classic, and it was nice to have some fun and mm-hmm. um, still be suitable for Supernatural. I, I know there's more stuff I'm, I'm forgetting. There's, I mean, there's so many great great lines in this and they did they, Robbie Thompson worked in everything from you know Call Me Maybe to Star Wars to Notting Hill <laughs> and yeah Notting Hill has always been one of my favorite movies too so mm-hmm. I, I loved like I loved hearing that line that was good yeah um, I liked the costume the fairy queen was wearing. She wasn't a queen. Oh, she was so pretty. Just so pretty. And then, but I I also like the spooky costume. I like the... Yes. That was one of the the creepiest costumes they've had on the show. That was just really creepy. Mm Mm-hmm. And I liked how she was just totally silent. It made it even creepier, you know, Mm -hmm. until you found out, you know, who did that, what she was uh, under there. Um, It made me... I'm going to have to look it up. I meant to, but... uh, did you think of Hearn, Hearn Hunter, which I, I think is a real Forrest God. I'm going to have to look it up. But did you ever watch a Robin of Sherwood? No. Ago? And they had a they had a, a character called Hearn Hunter in the forest that um, he was God of the forest, and he had a, almost the same headdress and antlers and cape and everything. It looked really cool. I wonder, you know, how heavy, because that, that, you know, the skull looked heavy. I wonder, you know, how mm. hard for the actress to have to wear it. Mm-hmm. And she looked really tall in the forest. You know, she looked way taller than Charlie. So Charlie yeah. was having to look up at her. So when, you know, was she standing on a hill? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, she was a fairy. Maybe she, maybe she just made herself look look right yeah made her look scarier Mm -hmm. so i i mean i know i know why because they're sam and dean but i wonder why boltard didn't have the fairy kill them you know give them a tattoo and then kill them just like he did the others unless i don't know i liked when he told her to um hold the hold the big one or get the big one or something when he had the um suit of armor to um, hold hold Sam. I like he called him the big one. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yes. And I also I also thought, you know, well if it's well now it's Wednesday, but it used to be, you know, you know, if it's if it's Thursday, Sam must be choking. <laughs> right, right. It's like <laughs> there oh, I haven't seen that in a while. It's 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 nice <laughs> to see Sam being choked. <laughs> yeah, it's a supernatural uh um, classic, you know you can Right, know. right. <laughs> Yep. Definitely and definitely a great episode. Oh, and Baltar 
telling Sam and Dean that they're badges. You know, we we, we don't do genre mashups. Yeah. You know, every third month, and how their fake their badges were fake, and, and he says they're good ones, but they're still fake. And Sam's like, no, they're not. Getting all <laughs> me, he's probably the one who does them. <laughs> and, right, I know. It's like mm-hmm. you know, they never get called out on that, so that was pretty good to see. Yeah, and conveniently, he's been taken off to the fairy kingdom for a for trial, so he won't be telling anybody that they take fake badges. Right, right. So they're good there. Yeah. And 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 if we know Sam, you know, like the minute this case was over and he's done with the battle, he's off researching FBI badges to make sure the next fake set is just right. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, and I keep okay. thinking of and. Yellow fever when Dean was so afraid that somebody was going to find out that their badges were fake and that they were fake <laughs> FBI. <laughs> That's well, just nutty, LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was fun. But, yep, yeah, it, was, it was just an all around great episode. It was. I got no complaints, and you're and you're right. It was nice, um, nice break after torn and frayed, which was really so intense, and so traumatic. And and this week's um, this week's episode looks like it's going to be a really good one. Another spoiler for those who try to stay spoiler free. Um, this week's episode is another time travel episode. So I love time travel. So it should be a good one. Yes, it looks pretty awesome. But again, like it goes right back up to the in, intense scale, I think. Back and to drama. So. Yes. Um, and we're um, we're trying to get a special guest for this week, um, for this coming week's Saturday night's podcast. So um, we'll, we'll keep watching us on Twitter. We'll let you know if we are able to get the guest. Yep. Just waiting, guess, waiting for the guests mm-hmm. to get approval. <laughs> yep. They're always fun. And it's always fun to just talk about the episodes, too. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And hopefully next mm-hmm. week, Vinny will be able to join us. Yes. I mean, yeah, she has ended. Vinny, for those who are, you know, we usually have a third co host, she had to work this evening, so she didn't, wasn't able to make it. Yeah, I thought maybe she was going to at least try and call in to talk about the episode, but maybe something, something happened. Had to do late or something, but that's too bad. Hopefully next time. Oh, oh. Lily, I'm sorry my dog keeps barking, everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's, she's, she's trying to fill in for Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> she says, were there any dogs in this episode? <laughs> Okay, Russ has got her, so we're all good now. <laughs> she keeps seeing the cats outside and barking at them. <laughs> well, I am all talked out. I think so. I think we, I think we covered everything. I say again, it was a great episode, but it wasn't terribly complicated. And I don't no, no. mean that as an insult, it just, but it was. It was Good fun episode. Yep. And fun. Alicia was such a fun guest. She's always great to talk to. Yeah. 
you know, I'm sorry, I just thought of something else. Oops. <laughs> but I, I think it's important. <laughs> um, when Sam was doing the research about um, all the other victims of, uh, they didn't know at the time, but it was fairy magic. And his mm-hmm. uh, helper in the tent goes, Galandria. Galandria the Wicked. Uh, she was so totally flirting with him. And he actually did not look, did not look unwelcome to him. Yeah, she liked, even though she was helping. Um, and I'm sure he didn't want to ignore her, but he seemed to sort of really in, enjoy it in the in the chat. And then, but I, I had to laugh when she says, "You know, it's the first time for a lot of things if you come by my tent tonight." And I was like, "Yikes!" Maybe another time. He's probably thinking too soon. But I, I thought I was very cute. And I liked her. She says, "Well, you're lost." Yeah, good for her. Yeah, you're lost. So I thought that that was a that was a cute scene, you know. I liked them. And totally logical that where he couldn't he didn't have all the information, or he definitely needed help in this kind of strange world to him, you know, of warping. Mm-hmm. So it was helpful to have someone else there, and, so, and it made perfect sense. But I, I thought it was I thought it was cute. And I liked that the the tech tent was the uh, doorway to the future. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I, I know we talked about it while Felicia was on, but I still just love, 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 love the timing of the scene where Sam says they found um, Belladonna. And yes. both, both Charlie and Dean go, the porn star? I and love they're totally that. serious. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I'm telling you, Dean and Charlie are just, you know, two peas in a pod. Nope. They were just great. And then Sam just kind of looks at both of them and goes, the poison. And that was a great <laughs> delivery by, you, know, yeah, you yeah. know, it was just great. It was just what a classic, classic, classic scene. I really hope there's a bunch of stuff from this on the gag reels or like you said, the, a featurette or something because it's just too much fun. Okay, now I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I suppose I should say um, we dove right in this week, I thought instead of talking about where he'd find us and everything, we just start talking to Felicia right away. But uh, I will just uh, remind everybody um, that our podcast can be found at blogtalkradio.com slash media boulevard. Um, all our past podcasts are there um, for the past couple of years, and you can uh, listen to them again And Felicia's previous podcast for the Girl with the Dungeons and Dragons tattoo, among others. You can always go to winchesterrose.com and click on the Winchester Radio icon, which will take you to the Blog Talk Radio site. You can download us and subscribe through iTunes. Uh, you can always find information about podcasts and guests and all supernatural news and information um, on our Facebook and Twitter, which is also Winchester Rose. Um, we thank everybody for listening to us. We really appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed it tonight. Thank you again to the wonderful Felicia Day. Um, any other news or notes that you want to mention? Can't, can't think of anything. Okay. I guess we'll be back regular time next week as far as we know. As far as I know, unless if we're able to get the guests and they need to a different time, we should be on the regular Saturday night schedule. Okay. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it.
Okay. Thanks. Good night. Bye, everybody.